Hello, everyone. Welcome back, and thank you for joining us on the Live Unreal with Glover U podcast, where every week, Jeff Glover and his coaches dive deep into questions that you are asking. They understand the challenges you are facing on a day-to-day basis and still work every day on the front lines of real estate, with Jeff and his team closing over 1,000 homes per year. In today's episode, Jeff is joined by coach Matt Marsupian, and they are discussing a niche that many agents overlook, new construction. Now, let's hear from Jeff and Matt. Welcome, everybody. Believe it or not, this is our final sizzling summer webinar. I can't believe this is going to be the last time I say that. I get tongue twisted every time, Matt. <laughs> you would think I'd get this down by now. My name is Jeff Glover, and I'm here with Glover U Coach and great producer, Matt Marsupian. And we're talking to you today about making new construction a big part of your business. And the timing couldn't be better for this because generally speaking in a hot seller's market the strategy becomes how to be about a, how to be a great agent representing a buyer in new construction well now that the market's starting to soften your small time and your medium time builders will actually start to loosen up the way they do business and they'll actually start to have conversations with real estate agents again about potentially representing them as their listing agent one of my favorite scripts and i don't know if you heard this but this was like back in the day when, when the market was in the tank and, you know, I, I'm, by the way, this is the new construction connoisseur, not me. Uh, but I have had several opportunities to take on new construction through the years. So hopefully I can add some flair or flavor to what we're going to talk about today, sure. but I'll never forget Matt during the down market. I mean, it was like 2011 and I don't know where I got this idea. Maybe it was a mastermind, a conference, something to that effect. Uh, the script, that I was using, I was calling local builders, not, not, but you know, not your Pulte's and your tolls sure. and you know, the, the big ones I was calling local builders, small to medium sized builders. And I'd say, hi, my name's realtor, Jeff Glover, and I'm an inventory reduction specialist. And I wanted to reach out to you about your property over at 10 and Beck road or whatever, right? Inventory reduction specialist. If you can believe there was a time where that was like, Yes, I have inventory. I need sold. Take it you off can, my hands. Correct. Yeah. You can reduce inventory. I love this. Yeah. And so, hey, don't don't table that script. It, it, we might have to bring it back based <laughs> yeah. on what's happening in the market right now. All right. For my first timers, I know that this is our ninth webinar, but we still have some first timers on. I want I want everyone in the chat, whether you're a first timer or not, because I like to see where you're coming from. And Matt and I can see the screen right over here. If you're a first timer, I want to put I want to see your city and state. And then next to that, the number 777 or just first timer, something to that effect. I want to see your city state, put first timer down in the chat. By the way, when you're using the chat feature today, make sure you select everyone it defaults to, and I don't know why it does this, but it defaults to panelists only. So we want everyone to see where you're chiming in from. So if you're with us for the first time, give us your city state. I see Palm Springs, Florida, first timer. Awesome. That's great. Fort Lauderdale, Atlanta. Great, great, great. Yeah. Put 777 or first timer so we can see that and we can identify you guys. For those that are second, third, fourth, fifth, or 500th timers, Please throw your city and state down there as well. We love to see where everyone's coming from. Just leave off the 777 or the first timer comments. All right. Iowa in the house, Wisconsin, Novi. You got some friends in Novi. Yeah, yeah. You got your family on today, yeah, huh? Well. <laughs> Couple Novi, Chicago, Ann Arbor. Awesome. Awesome. Well, hey, welcome guys. My name is Jeff Glover. For our first timers, Thank you for being on and thank you for trusting us. I know that your time is valuable and, and I'm excited to share today's topic. We saved the literal best for last, as they say. Can you believe uh, no that? No pressure. All right, let's jump in. 
for those of you that are second, third, fourth timers, you're like, come on, get out with the program. Good. <laughs> well, we've got Matt here for a reason. And for those that aren't familiar with Matt, Matt, can you just give us a little bit about your background before we jump into the content? Yeah, absolutely. Um, like Jeff said, thank you for the introduction. My name is Matt Marsupian. I am uh, a real estate agent. I've been on the ground here in Metro Detroit, working in real estate for the past, not quite as long as you, 17 and a half years. Good amount of time. Um, I actually started in real estate uh, doing exactly what we're talking about, selling new homes mm -hmm. for uh, Pulte Homes, Pulte Group now, the, mm -hmm. the largest uh, builder in, in Michigan. Yep. Um, at the one time was the largest national. I think they're still in the top five. Uh, so fresh out of college, selling new construction homes. I remember growing up, going to model homes with my parents, um, you know, just daydreaming on a Saturday or Sunday thinking, yeah. oh my gosh, there's people that get the opportunity to sell these, yeah. right? Sit in a model home, a gorgeous property and, and help people buy a dream home. And I got the opportunity to do that. I sold uh, new construction homes uh, after college, like I said, through 2009. I've worked in move up uh, buyers, entry level luxury. I spent a fair amount of time selling new construction homes to our Dell Webb community. Yeah. Um, there's actually a new one going up. You might be familiar with that name, Dell Webb. Lots of you in the South and out West yeah. uh, have those communities that are targeted towards 55 and older. Which was um, smart because they, they, they buy their McMansion from them exactly. in the Midwest or the yep. suburbs of any city. And yep. then when they retire, they got something for them down South. Absolutely. So if you have those communities, those are huge opportunities uh, for a, a move uh, or a yeah. um, downsizing um, yeah. buyer. And you can also, of course, they have a house to sell and typically they have a lot of equity and they're paying cash. Yeah. Well, what I love about this conversation, Matt, is quite honestly, it, it's not talked about enough. Yeah, um, absolutely. You know, and, and I'll take credit for that on our end. We sure. actually have not really talked about new construction at all at yeah. Club U. So, you know, that's obviously one of the advantages we have in having you as a coach. This is your background. Yeah. So, you know what builders love when, what, when real estate agents do, yes. and you know what they hate about Absolutely. what real estate agents do. Yeah. So let's yeah. jump in. Yeah. Personally, I've, I've built actually two homes with my wife and I am a little partial. Yeah. Um, I've represented smaller builders, uh, like I said, larger builders, and I just have a passion for it. And it is still a big part of my business. And, um, and of course our area, we have a number of builders and we'll talk about it. So every area is a little bit different, um, but huge opportunities across the country for new construction. Great. Um, so as I was preparing some information to talk about this, uh, I, I want to look at market statistics, right? Mm -hmm. We do that. It's yep. important to know those mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. um, but specifically, like Jeff said, new construction, what's going on in the new construction world? Um, one of the things that we already knew to be true, uh, which is, is I want to reemphasize, is that we nationally have a housing shortage, Yeah. right? It's estimated, Freddie Mac says, we have um, about 3.8 million housing units short. Yep. Uh, which is crazy to think yeah. about. And that's that's including the current market. So Correct. For anyone that's wondering like, well, yeah, but that's old news, like inventories rising. And no, what, what he's saying is the, the home buying population is exceeding the level of inventory that would be for sale anyways, no matter what the market was doing. Absolutely. So how do we remedy that? Well, builders need to build more homes. Mm -hmm. We need more homes on the ground for people to, to buy. Right. Now for anyone that's like, well, wait a minute, in, in my market though, the builders are slowing down and, and they're, and, you know, aren't the prices going to start coming down? I mean, wouldn't you say that, you know, everyone sellers in particularly, yes. including builders yes. got a little greedy in the last market. Yeah. So, you know, they bumped up the, the costs on upgrades. They bumped up the cost on, you know, okay. Their appliance package, they bumped up the cost on the lot premiums. They bumped up the costs on everything. And so, the shock that you might be feeling or that builders might be, um, you know, you might be experiencing with builders right now, 
doesn't mean they're going to stop building. It means that they're currently going back and reevaluating yeah. their costs and, and what they have to sell product for. Yeah. And during that time, there's always going to be a little bit of a dip, yep. right? During that time, they might say, you know what, we're, we're, we're holding off on building anything right now, at least for the next 90 days. That doesn't necessarily mean that they're not going to be building a ton in, in you know six months from now. Right. It just means they're reevaluating their margins and their costs and so forth before they re-enter the market as, as you know, uh, you know, building in this new market. Yeah. And what's really interesting, and many of you probably across the country know that home builders were actually pulling back the commissions that they were paying off or offering. Mm -hmm. You know, they're going back to paying, offering full commissions. And in fact, we'll soon see agent bonuses, bonuses and yeah. incentives, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. So um, like Jeff said, you know, is it all, is it all bad news? Well, no. Um, actually, one of the interesting stats that I saw is they recently looked at all of the homes that were available for purchase, mm -hmm. right? On market and off market. And about 34% of the homes that were available nationally were new construction. A third. Wow. A third of all the inventory that was available for buyers to purchase was yep. new homes. Yep. So it's really important to recognize that because if you're not going out, learning about it, mastering it, you're essentially any alienating yourself from a third of the potential yes. opportunities out yes. there. And it's it's so common. And I'm, by the way, I'm guilty of this, uh, of being an agent who, when a buyer asks you, well, you know, we want to buy new construction. Can you help us there? Uh, it's nine out of 10 agents. You know what they say? Oh, of course I can help you with new construction. Yeah. Do you know what one out of 10 says? I specialize in new construction. And let me tell you why. Exactly. Right. And that's what today's about. So We're going to give you some time. tools to be that specialization yep. because not all inventory of new homes is on the MLS where we're accustomed to look yep. at. Okay. Yep. So um, what's going on, you know, nationally uh, COVID set everything in a really interesting trajectory. Um, we're seeing a lot of migration towards the South, mm -hmm. towards, towards areas like Florida and Texas. And, yeah. you know, an Asian I coaches in Alabama. And their Huntsville is growing, blowing up $100,000 appreciation in one year. Yeah. A lot of it's being fueled by new construction. Yep. So it's no doubt, you know, we, we, it's no surprise that people are moving to areas and they're looking for new areas that are growing. And those are typically where there's new construction opportunities, perhaps some in your area where yeah. you live. Mm -hmm. um, don't forget about the, you know, I know you mentioned the South, but mm -hmm. what would otherwise be considered the more rural areas? Absolutely. Uh, you know, the, the days of, you know, when, when most major cities were built, um, everything was, you have to, you have to be within 30 minutes of an airport or you have to be uh, 30 minutes of the city, city yeah. the, the, the city center. Sure. Right. And then most major cities got to the, okay, as long as you're within 60 minutes of an airport, 60 minutes of the city center, you're okay. Well, now we're starting to see, all right, well, as long as you're within 90 minutes to a major city or a major airport, yeah. you're okay. So we're starting to see the more rural areas you know, experience that growth. And yeah. we're seeing it even in, 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 in Metro Detroit, we're yeah. seeing it in Northern Michigan, right? People are actually moving up North and, and building up there. So exactly. anyway, exactly. No, you're absolutely right. So, um, you know, builders have been targeting, you know, people relocating millennials, millennials, we, we joke on, I know everyone, I think I'm a millennial technically, uh, but we joke on millennials, but millennials are actually entering their peak buying years. Yeah. And this is really important to note because, you know, what do millennials like? They like brand new, mm -hmm. they, they're not necessarily, they didn't be raised, you know, fixing right. toilets and yeah. things. They yeah. want a brand new home that's nice and shiny that they can customize yeah. and make it Instagram worthy. Yeah. Right. So, you know, builders are are targeting these different buyer classes. Mm -hmm. And in a, again, it's huge opportunity because these people are 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 ready, willing, and able to buy. And we uh, need to be the professional in their corner because yeah. remember the builders and builder salespeople. 
They work for them. Yeah. We have to be a professional that's going to represent them in their best interest. Yeah. So why new construction? Um, people might say, you know, okay, why, why, you know, we have plenty of houses to, to, mm -hmm. to, to sell here. Um, well, first of all, like Jeff said earlier, it's a niche. It's a niche that not many people understand and master or work. Yeah. Immediately set yourself apart, even in a crowded space. Yeah. Um, you know, the new homes have more desirable floor plans. They have the, the layouts that people want. People want a home gym. They want a home office. They yep. want a bonus room. They want the different spaces that are going to allow them to live like they are today that they yeah. can't necessarily get, yep. right? Yep. Obviously, uh, our clients are still going to buy used homes, but oftentimes, and, and I've seen this quite a bit, is people buy a home and then they want to renovate it. Mm -hmm. Some people don't want to live through that, yeah. right? Or that they, they don't want to necessarily pay for it, right? It's enough of an expense yep. to buy a house, yep. let alone putting another $100,000 in. So they would prefer that brand new. Yep. Um, also, let's be honest, just like a, a new car, there's something that's really special about a brand new home that's yeah. that's brand new. Yeah, that's right. You're right. Yeah, it's got that new new home smell. Exactly. And <laughs> in the when we used to sell houses, you said you don't want a you know a carpet that other people's toenail clippings are <laughs> or a toilet seat that you have to replace, yeah, sure. right? Um, so you can customize them. You can make them your own. Um, they have a home warranty. All the major systems are brand new. Mm -hmm. You don't have to worry about that, yeah. right? So someone who's worried about a roof and all these big ticket items that they're yeah. going to maybe have to spend, they don't have to worry about that. Yeah. And and by the way, Matt's going through this because um, you, you, this is this is all about educating and informing first. And I know you know we're going to talk about how to get business yep. new construction wise, but you also have to be knowledgeable. Yes. And um, today's buyer is, is super savvy, and so a lot of what he's sharing is to help you with the knowledge when they ask the question, "Why new construction? Or what's yep. the benefits of going new construction versus going existing?" Be prepared for that because yeah. it's it's you if if you're talking to enough buyers, you're gonna be asked that question. Yeah, and and that leads me perfectly into the next one, which is cons. People might say, What's the cons of new construction? It's not necessarily a con, it's just something that you need to know as a professional that's going to be a potential objection mm -hmm. or a challenge, right? Mm -hmm. Some of those things are for anyone who's built a new home or has had a client build a new home, typically they don't come with landscaping, mm -hmm. sod, sprinklers, mm -hmm. those kinds of things. And yeah. those are additional costs that are gonna to need to be now. Some builders, especially in a shifting market, are gonna offer those things yeah. or incentivize you with those things, yeah. Yeah. right? Other things that people don't think about, um, window treatments, blinds, mm -hmm. that's a, you know, there's a couple hundred dollars a window times a lot of windows. It yep. can get very expensive. Yep. Not all the times in, um, appliances are included, yeah. right? Sometimes they have to add additional appliances. And it's uh, probably safe to say that, that all of that combined is, mm -hmm. is probably, 15% of the yeah. home's value, right? I mean, Absolutely. If you're buying a new new construction house for 500,000, uh you're going to spend 75,000 minimum yeah. on landscaping, appliances, um, a deck or a patio right, too right. easily. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right? Um so there is some expenses, but the cool thing is uh, unlike replacing a roof or a furnace, you're putting money into things that you're you and your family can enjoy and mm -hmm. see, right? But it's important to know, like Jeff said, as all the pros and the cons, as you're going through um, in, in discussing with your buyers or when you're looking at what a builder is offering for you to help them sell homes of yep. what their offerings are, yep. right? How can you set yourself apart? If you know in a market where everything is turnkey and you're talking to a buyer and the buyer or the builder, I'm sorry, and the builder says, what should I offer? Uh, Matt, to help our houses stand apart. These are the things that can make them you really yep. unique, yep. right? So before we get into the five different things that I think are important for everybody to know to help them sell more new construction homes, um, it's important to note, and you, you denoted it earlier a little bit, there are different types of builders, mm -hmm. right? Um, why I say this, you know, a large home builder 
like Lennar, Gear Horton, Pulte, Ryland. These are national home builders. Many are probably in, uh, in some of your markets. Mm -hmm. um, these builders are machines, mm -hmm. right? They're typically national or international. They have uh, a home office somewhere um, and they have uh, division presidents and they've got whole corporate structure. Right. They typically have their own salespeople, yep. right? They actually employ people that are representatives of them to sell homes. And they're very, they're generally um, pretty professional sales. They are. I mean, they're, I mean, they're, they're, they're not like, you know, $15 an hour wage earners. Correct. I mean, these are, these are uh, to some degree lifers, people yeah. that have been with them for five, seven, 10 plus years. When I worked at Pulte, they invested a ton of, of, of training into uh, us learning about mortgages, construction yeah. process, yeah. sales. Yeah. I mean, it, it was a great experience. Yeah. And, and like you said, a lot of them are very, very sharp. Yep. Right. Yep. So those Typical um, sales models uh, where they work, they're open, you know, five to seven days a week and they're manned by this salesperson, right? Who's a representative of the builder, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And they typically welcome buyers with or without agents. Yep. Uh, but it's important to note that those builder salespeople represent the builder and they work for them. Yeah. And, um, you know, in, in my experience, that type of salesperson um, or that type of builder is is not likely going to be the builder that will let you list their inventory for sale. Correct. Now I have seen, and, and forgive me if we're getting a little ahead yeah. here, I have seen in the softer markets, mm -hmm. um, you know, you may remember a gentleman, he was the number one uh, seller of Pulte Homes, Chris Knight yeah. uh, out of Plymouth. And yeah. I actually had the great fortune of working with him. He's yeah. no longer with us. Yes. Um, but I, I remember thinking like, man, how do I get what Chris Knight has? Mm -hmm. Because he had an agreement with them. And I feel like some of the bigger ones will do this when yep. the market softens. Yep. He had an agreement where he got all the listing leads mm -hmm. in exchange for he had to discount his commission substantially on Correct. the sell side. Correct. But they still paid him a certain percentage on the buy side. Yeah. The most important thing to note with these types of builders is that if a buyer comes into their model and says, I would love to build this Castleberry, but I have a home to sell in Northville or wherever. That builder salesperson can't list that home, right? Right. Yep. That builder salesperson is going to refer it to an agent, right? Typically, cannot collect, connect a referral fee. Just yep. simply wants the best agent yep. in order to sell that client's house so they can buy a new home with them. So, how do you win that? How do you win that salesperson over? Well, the first thing that I would do is go to the builder sales models and make these relationships before you even have a client, mm -hmm. right? Yep. Um, these agents are are sitting there, and sometimes yep. on a Tuesday or Wednesday, yep. you know, they got nobody. Yep. B call them ahead. Bring yep. them in lunch. Yep. Right. They can't typically leave the model, but you can bring in lunch. Yep. Uh, you can go to a sales meeting, introduce yep. yourself. Yeah. Right. Uh, I think it, it it's it's you're seeking first to understand how yeah. can I help you? Yeah. Right. Yeah. What what do you need? Yeah. And then tell me about what you're offering. And I want to be able to share with everyone yeah. to, to get the word out. That's really good advice. And I know a lot of people are probably thinking, but yeah, they, they're not biased, though. Right. Because they're they they meet so many agents, so they can't choose one over the other. That's not true. I mean, yes. I just gave you an example of they had an exclusive agreement with Chris yep. in, in that market and nobody was touching that. Yep. And, um, you know, so sure. don't think that everyone's doing that Correct. because there may be a handful um, and, and maybe they spread it around or maybe they, maybe they'll come in and they'll give you a policy. They'll, they'll say, well, here's my policy yeah. or here's how I prefer to yeah. work. You know, what neighborhoods do you work? Yeah. And, you know, maybe every fifth one I'll throw your way, but it starts with creating the relationship up front. Absolutely. So that way you're top of mind and staying in front of them. Yeah. And, and it's just a matter of reaching out and introducing yourself and saying, you're interested in learning about the new inventory in blank city. Mm -hmm. Could I schedule a time to come out and see your inventory? 
No one is going to say no to that. Correct. And if you want to win them over even more, take a step further and say, you know, and oh, by the way, maybe not in your first meeting. And, to, you know, again, I know you got a lot of good stuff yep. to, to share here, but while we're on this topic, I just want to yeah. get this out. And that is, hey, would you like to come speak to our, at our, one of our sales meetings? Right. Absolutely. They're thinking jackpot. Heck yeah, I do. To get in front of a hundred agents. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. Um, so the, the next level below, like the national, right, that pretty much are regimented. These are the type of builders. They're not really custom. They have a set set of offerings. Mm -hmm. um, and we'll talk about that in a second in terms of options that they offer and floor plans that they build. But the salespeople that work for them are typically employees, right? Mm -hmm. Some of them are even actually licensed real estate agents. Mm -hmm. They have a builder salesperson license. And every state's a little bit different. Yeah. But it's important for you just to know that. Yeah. Then you have regional builders, right? You've got the ones that are maybe they build in the Midwest or state in the joining state, right? They may or may not have their own salespeople, depending on the size of that. Mm -hmm. Many of them that don't have their own salespeople actually partner with, and this is where we're yeah. talking about, a real estate agent on the ground to yeah. market and list their homes. Yeah. They are great at building a home. They are great at customer service. They yeah. are great at design mm -hmm. and, and doing all the yeah. great stuff, but they're not great at sales, yeah. right? Um, or they recognize that they're not great at sales and they need a real estate agent. Some cases, they simply want a real estate agent to put the homes on the market, right? To put yep. them on the MLS. Yep. Um, other times, and we'll talk about this in a second, is they want agents to help bring opportunities yeah. to them, yeah. right? Because they're focusing on what they do best. Yep. Well, and they're going to play the game a little bit, right? Yes. They're going to dangle the carrot to every real estate agent that Absolutely. reaches out to them because yep. they want you to know about their product. But one out of the 10 or 15 or 20 that does actually reach out to them yep. is going to get their business. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I know we'll talk about that. In a These second. are the type of um, builders that might say, hey, um, you have the opportunity to list this house if you bring us a client. Yeah. Well, how do we yeah. do that? Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and then you've got the local builders, right? And every market has them. They're relatively small operations. They might be a family run business. Yeah. Um, and typically they don't necessarily do a lot of mass advertising. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, they might be you know, for hire, um, but yeah. they don't necessarily build spec houses. Yeah, they're, Sometimes they're, they do. They're active in the community. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, they're they well sponsor, known. Yeah. They sponsor the little league stuff. And, yeah. You know, they're, they're, they show up to the things they need to show up to because they want the word of mouth to spread about what they do Correct. as a builder. They might also be building custom homes, but also local small time builders will also build neighborhoods. I mean, they'll, they'll build a neighborhood of 50 homes or a hundred homes. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. These are the builders that are building 10 to maybe 50 Right. They typically want to, to grow, mm -hmm. um, but they're they're working. They don't have the, the, the support of a whole division behind sure. them. And this yeah. is where you can come yeah. into play. Yep. Right. right. And that. then you've got the small guy, the, 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 the custom builder or the small guy in a pickup truck. Mm -hmm. Right. They're 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 typically building five, six houses a year. They're not necessarily um, uh, currently scaling. Uh, yeah. But this is a great one to get in with because perhaps they have aspirations yeah. and you can be part of their growth. Yeah. A lot of the agents that we see that represent some of these builders, you wonder, how did they get with them? Well, they were with them when they were only selling one, two, three houses. Yeah. Right. Yep. And they developed that relationship and they had that partnership. Yep. And as that builder started to build more and more host houses at scale, yeah. that real estate agent's business just took off with yeah. them. And th that's a really good point. And, and you, it doesn't have to be a long process because one thing that you'll find, and I don't know if you have experience with this in any builders that you've dealt with is builders will sometimes partner 
to, to grow something faster. Absolutely. And so, although it might be a small time builder who's only doing four or five right now, he might meet another small time builder who's doing four or five. They can, they, they convert, you know, they, they, they merge. And next thing you know, they're, they're doing 25 houses the next year. And because yeah. you were with them during four or five, you're now a part of that. Correct. Absolutely. And that's one, actually one of the points is finding out what the builders need. So let's get into it. I put together five key things that you need to know um, to add new construction as a regular source of your business. Great. Because we're limited on time, we're, we're going to be scratching the surface with these, but I love talking about this. I hopefully maybe have the platform to be able to talk about this more yeah. um, because I am passionate about it. But yep. the, the first thing, and, and we've alluded to this, is is know the builders, know the inventory, and, and know the, the the incentives that they're offering. When I say know the builders, know the inventory, people might say, "Oh, yeah, I've searched the MLS. Uh, this yeah. builder has a couple of houses." Uh-huh. No, no, no. I mentioned earlier, most of the time, a builder, even a big builder, is only going to advertise a handful of homes. Even if they have a community, let's say, of two hundred homes available, mm-hmm. um, they're going to put a couple of dummy listings on the MLS, right? Everyone's every bill, every buyer's agent has probably been disappointed when your buyer says, Hey, I want to go see this house. And you realize it's not even built yet. Yep. Right. Yep. It looks so real. Though. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> pictures of a house that was already built. Right. But it has to be fooled. Exactly. So you show up then it's like, there's not even yeah. anything built right. here. Yeah. Proactively, it's important for you to know what's going on. So if mm-hmm. you work in area, I live in South Lyon. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I grew up in Novi. My area is here in Metro Detroit. I make it a point of knowing all of what's going on. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Well, that starts with the, the city or township planning meetings. Mm-hmm. Who's going in? Who's yeah. submitting for permits? Yeah. Who's got things coming, yeah. right? Yeah. So I can educate my database as yep. well as reach out to those builders and say, hey, how can how can we work together? How yeah. can I help you? So, right? so the planning committee, they normally meet what? Once, once a month? Yeah, exactly. And they're open to the public. Yeah, and these notes are online as well. Yeah. They publish yeah. all the, the, the minutes. The meeting minutes online. Yeah. And so uh, the builders will go there and say, okay, who's up on the agenda? Bob, the builder's up on the agenda. Yep. Bob, what are you here for? Uh, I want to take the property I own it, da 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 da, da and do this, right? And I'm proposing 400 homes yep. and and and, the, and this size lots. And the and the city says, well, that's a variance, and I don't know. And you've got a few people saying, well, I think that's yep. too many houses. And yep. you know, they have to come back a few times for iterations yeah. Yeah. until it finally gets approved, and then it's got this master plan community. So, what what can a real estate agent do in in that room in that in that scenario of other than just learning about the property. Yeah. Well, that's a great question. Um, I think by helping people understand the positive impact of additional revenue from mm-hmm. property taxes, mm-hmm. um, right? The, how everyone in a neighborhood or an area that 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 fights the the, yeah. the man mm-hmm. maybe wanting to build new homes has yeah. to understand how that will positively impact their yeah. property value, yeah. right? What 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 do we know? We know that new construction homes, nice built homes. Are only do good for the, yeah, sure. it might cause a little bit more traffic, yeah. but businesses want to be where new people are sure. building, right. right? Yeah. And, and typically, you know, an area that's, that's, that has new homes being built is an area that's growing. Mm-hmm. That's an area that's improving the schools, yeah. it's improving the businesses, improving yeah. the downtown, right? So these are positive attributes that a real estate agent can help share of how it benefits community yeah. as a whole. So how, do, how would the real estate agent get on the agenda then? Or is it something that the builder would bring as a guest? Well, that's a great question. And if you know that a builder is going to be uh, going up in front of it, you mm-hmm. can reach out to them and put together something that's going to help, right? Because the builder, you know, or developer yeah. is a little biased, right? Yep. When you are a third yeah. party, mm-hmm. you're instantly establishing yourself as the credible expert, yeah. right? And you can probably articulate 
a little better than a, a lot of builders, they, right? Absolutely. It isn't always in the communication and marketing right. side of it. Absolutely. If you don't have the opportunity to be there with them or to be a partner with them, well, by going to these meetings, you can raise your hand. They give everybody the equal amount of time to be able to give their two cents. Yeah. And again, it's just establishing yourself. And what better way to, as a, as a real estate agent, to meet the, yeah. the, the mayor, I love it. the city council, right. the city planner, mm -hmm. all those people, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. It's a great, that's a great one. Yeah. So, um, Keep in mind again that not all the opportunities are on the MLS. You've got to go to the, you've got to go to their websites. You've got to drive sites. You have to see the signs going up. As soon as you see, hey, new homes coming, you should do all the research and know everything yeah. about it yeah. before they even have their model mm -hmm. built. Because mm -hmm. guess what? Your sphere of influence, your database, the yeah. general public, they're driving by as yeah. well. Mm -hmm. And they might go online and sign up, right? Yeah. And yeah. for information, Makes you sense. should be that resource for them. Right. Um, Look at uh, pieces of land that have recently sold, right? Who bought them, mm -hmm. right? Public records are available to us as real estate agents. Mm -hmm. You can go see. It might mm -hmm. be an entity that you have to do some research, sure. but you can see, mm -hmm. hey, so-and-so, Lombardo Homes just got this piece of property, right? Yep. Yep. It's going to be a little bit before it's developed, but I'm yeah. going to call them yeah. and say, doing? hey, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah. How can I be a resource? Yeah. What do you need, mm -hmm. right? What type of homes are you going yep. Are you going to be building? Love that. Um, newhomesource.com. I'm not biased to any particular website, but newhomesource.com is, is a nice website because it allows the builders, small and large, to list all their opportunities. So it's like the MLS for builders. Of course, they're not all going to be on there. Absolutely. But, but it, a lot more than the general MLS. That's great. Yeah. yeah. So go there, understand. They'll usually put all their floor plans, right all the pricing, newhomesource.com. It's a great one. Newhomesource.com. Yep. Um, Got it. The important thing when you're representing a builder or or buyers is to not let the buyer stumble into the model or stumble across the homes themselves. You need to be proactively. Yeah. When you have buyers, as part of your buyer presentation, yeah. I know of buyer mastery, we talked about this. Mm -hmm. You as part of your buyer consultation, you should absolutely know if that buyer is looking at an area where you know there's a new construction, yep. explain to them how new construction works. Yep. The worst thing that can happen is that they stumble in a model yes. on a Friday or a Saturday, yes. and then on Monday, you learn that they bought a home and you're out. You bring up a good point, and it's it's for another discussion or yep. buyer mastery or something to that effect, but you better not ever have a buyer consultation with a buyer that you know they're in the price range of new construction yes. and not talk about new construction. Absolutely. Because what's going to happen is they're going to say, well, hey, why don't you tell us about Saddle Creek? We drove by there the other day, and this seems to be right in our price range. Now, it wasn't your intention to hide it from them, but you might have forgot or you didn't know. Correct. So even though they tell you that they want an existing home and they're not open to new construction, how many times have you ever heard that? And then they end up buying new construction, yep. right? And then once they've signed that purchase agreement with the builder, yep. good you, luck trying to get on there. You have to assume everyone that meets you for a buyer consultation is open to considering new construction. And therefore it needs to be part of your buyer consultation script. hundred percent, hundred percent. Absolutely. Um, so what, what do the builders have going on? Perhaps it's a community that's already being built, right? Do they have future developments? Do they have future phases, right? Typically they'll, they'll, they'll um, open it and build it in sections, right? Mm -hmm. So what's going on? What type of homes are they building there? Always making sure that you know what the builder's offering, right? What their inventory is mm -hmm. uh, right now, specifically, we talked about a little bit slowing in the market where we're seeing a lot of builders have cancellations. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? Mm -hmm. Well, in the height of COVID, when uh, everything supplies were on short demand, it was 12 to 18 months that they were quoting yep. a buyer for a new home to be built. They yep. put an earnest money deposit down, they pick out everything, but it's not going to be done for 18 months. Yeah. Well, what happened between now and then? Perhaps if I went under contract to buy a home and interest rates were 3% yep. and suddenly they went up to 6%, I might get a little bit cold feet and I yep. might say, I don't want to move forward with this home anymore. Yeah. Now the builders already started that property, 
right? So they have a home that they don't want to just stop, but they it's now a brand new opportunity, yeah. right? It's a perfect opportunity for a buyer to come along and to say, I can still pick out my cabinet colors, mm-hmm. my carpet colors, mm-hmm. my tile colors, yeah. but I don't have to wait 18 months. Yeah. I only have to wait four months, Yeah. right? If you know that, you can market that and you can go out and find those yeah. buyers. And in a softer market, those will be the ones that the builders are looking for a real estate agent's help to even list those. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We They call them, typically call them spec homes. They were speculatively built, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, number two, the, the second thing that, that I think is important for every uh, agent to know who wants to implement more new construction into their business is knowing the industry lo- uh, lingo and terminology, mm. right? We have all these acronyms yeah. that we use, right? Yeah. Fizbo yeah. and all these different yeah. things. Yeah, that's important. Um, but the builders, the, the developers, they talk their own talk, right? Yeah. They've got these things that people don't know. Words like elevation. What's mm-hmm. elevation mean? Like sea level? Mm-hmm. Like, no, actually that refers to the outside facade yeah. of the home. Yeah. A floor plan or a plan that they might call a certain style, or maybe they have a name to it, like mm-hmm. a Canterbury or yeah. a whatever fancy name they want to put into it. Maybe that's the 3000 square foot floor plan. And that one has five different iterations of the outside. Those yeah. are called elevations. Yeah. Right. Well, and they, they talk in terms of, uh, you know, they'll use the, oh, that's the Canterbury model. Oh, that's the St. James model, yeah. right? You, you have to absolutely get used to using that language yeah. when you're talking to builders and also buyers, because the, the buyers are talking to the sales rep in some cases, in addition to talking to you yeah. and the sales rep is using that link. Yeah, rep. exactly. You know, you need to know enough, just like anything to be dangerous. So what are some other ones? Um, lot, mm-hmm. right? The lot is, it's, it's, is for the area that the house is built on, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's different ones, site condos. That we have site condos where we live, right? So you own the lot uh, and there's a house built on it. Well, there's an invisible dotted line within that lot, which is called the building envelope. Mm-hmm. The house cannot be bigger than that building envelope. Mm-hmm. So perhaps you go in and your buyers say, I really want this floor plan with the sunroom. Yeah. Well, that lot particularly that you're looking at can't actually accommodate that, Yeah. right? Yeah. Because it, it goes outside of that building yeah. permit or that building envelope, mm-hmm. right? Another one is a phase, right? Typically builders build a neighborhood in different phases. Yep. Phase one is when they start. Mm-hmm. You can't buy in phase two until phase one is yep. done or in phase two is released, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, allowance. Smaller builders have things called allowances, mm. whereas a big builder like a Pulte or a Dell Webb or a Ryland or DR Horton, yep. you're going to go in and you're going to say, these are all the things that are included, right? Yep. If you don't like these light fixtures, tough, change them after you build, yeah. right? Yeah. But that's what's included. A smaller builder might say, well, there's no lights included. However, we're going to offer you a $2,000 allowance. Yeah. What does that mean? You have $2,000 allocated to buy all the light fixtures for this house. If you want to do fancier ones, cool. You'll get a $2,000 credit. And right. is it in your experience? Because mm-hmm. uh, I know it is in my personal experience. <laughs> uh, you always go over the allowance. Always. Always. And always. by the way, sometimes double. I mean, yeah. I, I had uh, my builder had drawn out. I, it was very important to me because I saw this in a house, yeah. two floating staircases. Okay. I wanted two floating staircases and they gave a $20,000 allowance for that. And you said, okay, yeah, that sounds good. I, I have no idea <laughs> what a floating staircase costs. Sure. It was 40 grand. Yeah. Well, you know, the wood you picked out and the spindles that you picked out and, you know, right. So exactly. yeah, it's, it's, you're almost always going to go over those allowances. Yeah. So as an agent, we can help a buyer go through and we're going to talk about next and number three, what's included and what's not included and how important that is from a professional standpoint to help them yeah. weigh those decisions. What's mm-hmm. most important yeah. for them. Yeah. Um, uh, another thing is the grade, right? As a buyer goes and walks the site that they want to be in, maybe they have uh, aspirations for a pool, mm-hmm. right? And you think, oh, this is a great lot for a pool. Yeah. Well, you have to really make sure that the finished product after the home was built allows a pool to be built, 
right? So the, the builder will be able to show you the grade of how that, that, that yard, that side yard, that yeah. backyard, how it's actually going to go. If it's too steep, you're not going to be able to build that pool. Yeah. A buyer would be really disappointed mm -hmm. if they built their dream home and they couldn't do what they wanted yeah. to do. Mm -hmm. Right. Specifically, it's important when you're talking about a walkout basement or a daylight yep. basement. Yep. Again, those are two terms. Daylight mm -hmm. basement um, mm -hmm. is important to know. Builders, um, uh, they, they kind of, they love charging for these things called a change order, right? Mm. A change order. That's something after you initially decide what house you want to build and you will yep. say, I want to change something. Yep. Uh, they'll say, okay, great. Some builders will actually charge you yeah. to make that change if they're able to. Yeah. Oftentimes big builders uh, that have already gone in for the building permit at, after the purchase agreement is signed, they're not going to allow you to make any changes structurally. Mm -hmm. You might still need to be able to tweak some certain yeah. things, but you're not going to be able to mm -hmm. change anything after signing. Yep. Okay. So it's important again, for you to know these things. So you can then, like Jeff said, convey it to the buyer, yeah. whether or not you're representing the builder as a salesperson or helping the buyer buy, yeah. you are the professional, mm -hmm. right? You're showing your value there. Yep. Because yeah. they might say, what use are you as an agent, right? Yeah. If you're walking in, I'm working directly with the salesperson. You are the conduit. You are the fiduciary to your client. Yeah. Okay. And if you're representing the builder, uh, I'm sure you, you've got stories and lessons on this as well. Always get the change order in writing and signed. Yeah. Nothing. Ver and just <laughs> That's like the messiest part of building. Everyone knows in real estate, you know, does not have anything verbal. There's no bigger opportunity yeah. for miscommunication or upset expectations yeah. than yeah. not having it yeah. in writing. And an email back and forth is not enough. Yes. Like an actual official form yep. that says change order on signed it. by the builder, signed by the buyer. Correct. Yeah. Everyone understands. Absolutely. Yeah. Number three, um, and, and this one's funny to talk about, but it's knowing what's included and what's not included. Mm -hmm. Jeff said a little bit earlier, you know, the, the double spindled staircase yeah. wasn't included, yeah. uh, but there was a price if you wanted to do that. Yeah. Uh, how many people have ever seen a, a neighborhood where it said coming from the high 300s, yes. right? But then you walk into the model or you contact the salesperson or you contact the builder and they say, yeah, you know, 350 will get you a basically a skeleton mm -hmm. to get the, 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 like we built that one, it's actually 450. Yeah. Why? How, mm -hmm. how did that come apart? Yeah. Um, and it's important to understand really pricing comes from a breakdown of typically three different things. Number one, the base price of the home, right? So for that floor plan, let's say it's that St. James, right? Yep. That base floor plan has a base price of three ninety nine nine. Mm -hmm. That builder loves saying from the high 300s, yeah, right? right? It's it's sales, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. That's they're driving traffic. They're driving in sure. interest. Yep. It's marketing. However, in addition to that base price, there's going to be a couple other things. For instance, one is a lot premium. What's a lot premium? Thought the price of the land was included in the, yeah. in the, in the house, the base mm -hmm. price. And sometimes it is. However, builders might have, let's say in a community, uh, homes that back up to a pond versus back up to a main road. Mm -hmm. Well, the ones that back up to the main road might not be as desirable mm -hmm. or that they know they can charge a little bit more for that one that backs up to the woods yeah. or the pond, yeah. right? So they're going to give you an additional lot premium. It might be 10 grand, might be 50 grand, might be a hundred thousand yeah. dollars. Mm -hmm. It says, if you want to build this house on that lot, it's going to cost you an additional. Sure. So mm -hmm. it's called a lot premium, mm -hmm. right? Typically, if it's a walk-up basement or something like that, oftentimes it's baked into. Yeah. So you need to understand what does that lot premium include? Mm -hmm. And the last thing is going to be the options, right? Some builders have allowances. Some builders have included features and options. It's really important for you as a salesperson, whether you're representing the builder or representing a buyer to understand what is the builder putting standard in the scope of features, yep. right? Especially if they have a model home. I love looking at a list of what is everything that's in the model that's not included in the base price, yeah. right? 
Uh, it should be included in a purchase agreement, mm -hmm. actually, called a model option disclosure. That mm -hmm. way, people don't see what's in the model, assume it's going to be in their house and say, what gives? Yeah. Right. Um, so understanding what everything is included, as well as everything that's optional. Yeah. Right. That's and important. really getting granular with that to understand. All right. It says trim package. What's included in that trim mm -hmm. package? Right. Mm -hmm. Really make sure it's very specific. And build, big builders, because they have national um, purchasing departments, they've gotten really good at this. In fact, a lot of the big builders have gone away from from you picking out the colors and features in the model, and they actually have a centralized design center. Mm -hmm. Those design centers are really fun and, and very overwhelming to yeah, a buyer because right. they go in and they see all of the things possible. Yep. As, a, as a real estate agent, you can really help them choose what are the most important things? Because yep. there's things you can do prior to building or, or after, or there's things you can't do. For instance, if they really want that sunroom addition, probably be very expensive to do later. Yeah. However, if they, they wanted the hardwood, but they you know, couldn't really afford it. Let's just go with carpet. You can yeah. always add hardwood later, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Light fixtures, different yeah. things that you yeah. can change after. So understanding that those things are, um, are included or not included is important. There's some builders, uh, and it's important for you to know that don't include some things that we might assume are going to be in home. Sure. Air conditioning is one. There's a builder in Metro Detroit that doesn't include air conditioning. Now, who's going to build a home without it? Probably yeah. no one, but it's important for you to know mm -hmm. and for you to be able to go through everything that the builder's offering and not offering and be that, that yeah. voice for them. Mm -hmm. Gutters. Every house should have gutters, right? Well, gutters are typically a line item that might be an addition, yeah. which is crazy to think about. Yeah. Again, we talked earlier about landscaping, patio, mm -hmm. deck, light uh, window treatments, those kinds of things. Again, all need to be factored in when yep. you're working with a buyer. Yep. Number four, um, we've got five. So number four, know the builder's processes and the way that they do business. Mm -hmm. This is really important because I had, a, I had an agent call me uh, that I coached yesterday and she said, I have a client, they're interested in this. You know, do I write up my purchase agreement? I said, have you contacted the builder salesperson? Because that builder uses their own purchase agreements. Mm -hmm. You're going to waste a lot of time writing up your purchase sure. agreement, yeah. submitting an offer for them to say, yeah. well, thanks, yeah. but we have to use our documentation, yeah, that's right. right? So what is their process? Uh, we talked about it a little bit earlier about making sure that your client don't just stumble into a, a home. Mm -hmm. um, make sure that you are registering. If you have buyers, you're yeah. registering them at a new construction community. If you think they're going to be interested, yeah. that protects you, right? Yeah. As a procuring cause. Can we talk about that for a second? Absolutely. So obviously that that's always a hot button yeah. with agents because it, yeah. it's happened to all of us. I've been working with them for weeks, months. Yeah, exactly. Um, so you're going to, you're going to go ahead and protect me, right? Cause you know, I'm going to, I'm going to continue to bring buyers to you guys. And you know, you might have some builders that are like, all right, this one time yep. we'll let you do it. But moving forward, you got to show up in advance. You got to fill the form out in advance. So can you talk to that yeah. a bit? Yeah. Most builders, um, the bigger builders have these on their website, make it really easy. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you know that your client, just like an open house, if you're, if you're not available on a Saturday to go to our buyers, but they say, we're probably going to go through this open house. Awesome. Give them my card, yep. tell them that you're working with me, mm -hmm. right? Let me know how what you think afterwards. Yeah. Same thing applies to, to new construction. Hopefully you can be there because it's a great opportunity if you're representing a buyer. Yeah. But if you can't register them ahead of time, so yeah. when they go, right, you're protected. Yeah. Well, it's also a quick way to lose a buyer if you can't make that meeting because you never know the conversation that's going to take place there without you. And if it's a small yeah. to medium-sized builder, um, you know, they, they don't, they don't publicize this and they don't brag about this, but you better believe there's a lot of side deals that take place if you don't have a real estate agent. Of yeah. course, the bigger names don't don't play in that space, but some of the names that are small to medium-sized builders, 
they play in that space all the time. Yeah. And they, they see a buyer showing up without a real estate agent and, and they're keeping that in their back pocket. They don't care that if you've signed an exclusive buyer's agency contract, right? they know that, oh, you didn't work, walk in with them. Hey, yeah. do you want to save 3%? You know, yeah. let's nix your realtor out yeah. of there. So it's really important for you to make those relationships, right? Mm -hmm. Set that meeting, be yeah. there. That way, when it does happen, they don't treat you that way. Absolutely, mm -hmm. right? And and proactively reach out to them and say, hey, how can I help you? And we're going to talk about that number yeah. five, right? Yeah. What can we? What? How can we work together proactively, yeah. even before you have a, a builder? Mm -hmm. Um, we talked a little bit earlier about how the big builders have their own salespeople, right? It's really important to know how the how do they operate, mm -hmm. right? Um, for you to understand how, what their process is. Yeah. Don't expect them to bend to how you are used to doing business. Yeah. You really want to make sure that you are catering to the way they do business, yep. right? Yeah. Because it's, it's a partnership, yep. right? Uh, do they have a model home? Or maybe they have a model home for a neighborhood or a model home that represents a number of na neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. Maybe they don't have a model, but you have the opportunity to meet at their office. Yep. And if a client is interested in a certain type of floor plan, they have a relationship with the past owner that they built the home for. They might be able to buy them dinner yeah. and say, hey, can we show your house yep. to these potential clients yeah, and, and, and how they could build that? Because mm -hmm. a lot of people need to visualize. Yeah, yeah. That's right? a good point. So, um, you know, how how do we get started with a builder or a buyer? I'm sorry. Like, one of the ways that that you walk do you walk into the model with them and register them do i have to sit down um some buyer some builders don't even want to talk until they know hey they're pre-approved some mm -hmm. builders want them to be pre-approved with their lender you don't have to use them mm -hmm. but before they're going to um you know invest time and money yeah. into making a plan or putting together something they want to make sure that these buyers are qualified yeah. don't be offended if they ask you to get qualified pre-qualified with their mm -hmm. lender yeah. doesn't mean they have to use them yeah right? It's a common thing. Some builders are using construction loans, right? They don't have necessarily the money or the capital to be able to build the home with their money with a simple earnest money deposit. Mm -hmm. And they actually require the buyer to get a, a construction loan, mm -hmm. right? If you don't know enough about construction loans, educate yourself and understand, you know, work yep. with your lender. Yep. You know, there's typically in every market, there's some mortgage lenders that specialize in these construction loans. Yeah. Or so, they're known for that. Exactly. You know, know, so, the, know the draw process and how that works. Exactly. All of that stuff. A lot of times that people have um, help the buyer or sold houses that are going to close in 30, 45 days. They've never dealt with any of this, mm -hmm. right? So it's mm -hmm. important to educate yourself on it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, what type of purchase agreement do they have? What kind of contracts do they have? You know, some big builders uh, in Michigan actually have a two-part contract. One is just for the land and one is for the construction, mm -hmm. right? Why do they do that? Well, they pay the transfer tax and they want to minimize the transfer tax that they pay. Yeah. Sometimes builders actually give the transfer tax if your state has it to the buyer. Yeah. So a buyer needs to understand what are all the costs yeah. involved, yeah. right? Commonly known or traditionally known as revenue stamps. They yeah. call it transfer tax yeah. now, but they used to call it revenue stamps. Yeah. They might still call it that. It could be states. thousands of dollars. Yeah. It's important to know mm -hmm. um, if you're moving forward, right? Yeah. What are going to be the costs? Not just what's included in the home, mm -hmm. right? What does their construction process look like, right? Do they have a set floor plan that, that they've decided to build and they have a list of options that they offer or are they willing or unable to do tweaks? Mm -hmm. what, is that, what does that entail? Yeah. Just like your staircase analogy, do they, the, the, they come in and say, hey, this is what we want. The builder goes back to their architect and says, yep. this is what we can do. And this yep. is the price. Mm -hmm. Okay. If we want that, we have to sign that change order. Yep. How does that work? How yep. quickly do we have to do that? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cause that's work for the builder, the developer to go back to their architect. And now there's their architect is going to charge them Correct. for the changes being made. Correct. Typically the larger builders, they're pretty much set. It's just like, you know, um, Henry Ford used to say, you can get any color as long as it's black. A lot of the big builders say, you know, this is what we offer. You can't tweak. Yeah. Now, the interesting thing in a softening market, 
we're coming out of a, a builder's market, you know, a, a seller's market. Yeah. Builders, we're not tweaking anything. We're not doing any changes. Yeah. It is what it is. You don't want it. I got 17 other people that do. Let me know by five o'clock. And by the way, it's 455. In a softening market, you're going to get builders to do things. I remember when we were going through adjustments, uh, I had clients that that walked into a home, a spec home that was completed, and they said, we love everything about it, but the floors. Builders said, I'll rip out the floors. Yeah, I'll put the wood that they want in, whatever yeah. it takes. Yeah, It's better than me having to lower my price 25 grand. Right. So mm -hmm. don't be afraid in a softening market to ask. You don't yeah. get what you don't ask That's for. That's right. Yeah. Right. Especially when you're building. Now, a builder is not going to lose money up front when they're building a home. But if they want to move inventory or if they want to keep the pace yep. of sale going because they have finances and loans to pay, uh, don't be afraid to ask those things. Right. Well, let's jump to number five. Number five. Uh, what Know what the builders need and how you can fulfill that need. Mm. Right. Every builder is a little bit different. Right. We talked about the, the big builders, right? Yep. They don't necessarily need a salesperson, but they need buyers. How can you bring them buyers? Right. Yeah. How can you let your database and the general public know about new construction? Here's what I know about builders. Um, they're not very good marketers. Right. And they don't typically prospect. Yep. Which is interesting. Yep. You know, they still, and you probably see it on a Saturday, Sunday, the bootleg signs, they call yeah. them mm -hmm. at the corner, yeah. model home, home yeah. from the 400s. Mm -hmm. That's the extent of their marketing. Yeah. Now I, I'm, I'm joking a little bit. They are getting a little bit better in terms of online and social sure. presence, yeah. but nothing like what we do. Right. 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 So maybe they need help finding yeah. buyers. Right. And if I can make a recommendation on that, just like we teach in listing mastery, yeah. you have a listing presentation for condos. Yes. You have a listing presentation for luxury. You have a listing presentation for everyone else. Yeah. And you have a listing presentation for builders. Yes. If you truly want to make this a source, don't go in there with your common listing presentation material. I wanted to have a new construction home on the cover. Yes. Uh, I want the plan of action to talk about what you do specifically for builders and developers, not what you do for Bob and Su Susie seller down the street, right? Uh, make sure your materials that you're taking out are custom to, to appeal to a builder. Yeah, absolutely. As I, as I mentioned earlier with the, the big builders, maybe you can't help them listing their homes, but you can be a resource for them when they have a client that walks in yeah. that has a home to sell. Right. I made, uh, instead of just handing out my business card, I actually made a really nice piece that had my name, my picture, and what I would do to help clients sell their yeah. previous home yeah. in order to avoid yeah. double mortgage payment. Yeah. That was something that set me apart. Yeah. Sometimes the builder salesperson says, well, I have to give out three of these. Okay, yeah. give out three. Yeah. Mine's going to be the best. Yeah, I love right? that. Uh, and you just heard it right there. The builder said to him, I have to give out three recommendations. Mm -hmm. So I'll include this. And you know, you got two business cards and yours says something to the effect of get into your new construction home faster without paying double payments or something, exactly. right? Exactly. Which is a great, that's a great hook. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Which we Absolutely. talk about all the time, yep. obviously. Um, do, do the builders need more land? Perhaps mm -hmm. they need more land for building, mm -hmm. right? Um, you can bring them opportunities, yes. right? Even if it's, even if it's just like our buyers, if we show them a home, we don't think it's going to be great for them, yep. but we're showing value because we're, we're digging deep and finding them opportunities. I can't tell you how many times, because, you know, not everyone knows we do a lot of advertising yeah. in Metro Detroit. I get calls constantly from small, mostly small, sometimes medium-sized builders saying, Hey Jeff, what, 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 what land opportunities do you have coming up in Plymouth? What land opportunities do you have coming up in Brighton? Right. Yeah. What, what land opportunities do you have coming up? If you can create that kind of relationship where you know of, hey, I, I heard I heard of, you know, um, this bowling alley just closed down and I know they're gonna be they're putting up a for sale sign, and that's probably about a five acre site yep. surrounded by houses, just using bowling yep. alley as yep. an example. Yeah. Uh, you create that kind of relationship with the builder. Guess what? You 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 bird dog some land for them. They're going to repay you with clients of of people that are buying their homes that need to sell. If you have a builder, you identify a builder that owns some land. Maybe they're not actively marketing it or not actively building something on. They it. just have a sign up. 
or or maybe coming soon. Cor correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Build a suit or whatever. Yep, yep. One thing that I know it's very intimidating for a buyer to call that builder and work out the process, right? Mm -hmm. So if you say, "Hey, Mr. Builder, can we sit down and meet? Yep. What are you planning here? What have you priced it out as? Yep. Can I market this? Yep. I'm going to sign an exclusive. I'm going to list it, right? I'm going to get buyer leads. Yep. When those buyers call. I'm going to sit down and say, this is the process, right? Yep. And you're inevitably going to get leads. Some may build that, some may buy something else, mm -hmm. but it's a huge tool. They don't have the time or the expertise to field those. Yeah, that's right? a really good point. Yeah, I love that one. Um, and, and maybe they already have homes that are being built, right? Maybe they have cancellations that mm -hmm. unfortunately people have decided to cancel, but they're still available, yep. right? Do you have, there's nothing better than a finished home, right? Imagine the, the marketing when you put out an ad out there that says, a home that is gorgeous, turnkey, ready to move in in 30 days, never been lived in. Yeah. The, the phone will ring constantly, yeah. right? Yeah. Builders aren't doing a very good job of marketing those, right? They just put a sign out front. Yeah. We as the professionals have the opportunity. Can I bring in a videographer? Can I film the community amenities? Yeah. Can I showcase what you're doing here? This is not in their wheelhouse. Yes. This is your opportunity to shine. I love that. Can I bring in a videographer to spotlight the land that you have here yeah. and the potential or your neighborhood that's going to stand out in a exactly. conversation? Exactly. Right. You're going to blow their minds. You're going to show them a social media plan. You're going to do all the things that you would normally do for a seller. And the builder has not just one opportunity, but maybe five, 10, a hundred opportunities that they see dollar signs. Yep. So you can really showcase your, yep. your, your value yep. and your expertise because we are the professionals. Now you just have to be prepared. Some builders are not not going to want to um, hitch their wagon to one agent though. Absolutely. That's, that's the challenge. Yeah. So they, they might say, you know what? No, you know, I want to handle it because I don't, I don't want to make so-and-so down the street mad. You know, they've been sending us a lot of buyers. They've been doing this. What's your recommendation or your counter to that? Sure. I understand. So what you're telling me, Mr. Seller is, or Mr. Builder is that if I was to bring you a client, you would have no problem paying me a real estate commission. Correct. No right? problem at all. Great. Okay. So let's do that. Mm -hmm. Right. I won't be exclusive. I understand you're working with other people, yep. but I'm going to do more than any of those agents to bring you leads and buyers to show yeah. my value. Yeah. And therefore the next community, you're going to want to hire me exclusively. So the perception is that you represent this property when Absolutely. you don't, uh, you, you, any agent can promote any listing, uh, for sale with permission, yep. right? Most of those boards and brokerages require permission. Yes. So as long as they give you permission to promote yep. their product, you're good. You're yeah. not breaking any rules. You're generating buyer leads yes. and also you're bringing buyers, which is going to further that relationship, which will lead to more business. Yeah. And not to mention open house opportunities. If mm -hmm. that builder gets to the finish line with that home and you can host an open house on it, you might be able to say, Hey, I, I, you don't want to necessarily sign an exclusive agreement with me to list it, but let me sit in your open house. Let yeah. me promote the open house. Yeah. Right. And you do all the normal things that you would do and door knock and circle prospect yeah. and, and get those buyers. You will get business. Yeah. Love that. All right. Anything else you want to share on that? Uh, no, I, I think it's, we said it earlier, it's really just about relationships, right? You can't sit back on these things just like anything and hope it, that it just comes to you, mm -hmm. right? If you're going out and you're door knocking, you're prospecting, you're making calls, right? And you're doing all the things to your database and the sphere of influence and the neighborhoods that you want to farm, you should be dedicating a part of your week to do it. Know when the builder's models are open. Don't show up there at 10 a.m. right when they're getting there because they're going to be frazzled. And they're not going to want to talk to you. Don't go at six o'clock when they're about to shut the model down, yeah, right? Yeah on Saturday or Sunday is going to be their busiest days. Yeah. So make sure you call ahead or stop by on a Friday afternoon yeah. before the rush. Thursday afternoon. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Bring them lunch, ask to, to meet with them. Hey, can yeah. I step by and learn? Uh, I want to provide some value to you. Seek first to understand what is important to them and what yep. they need. Mm -hmm. and, and, and it doesn't take much for you to make this a huge part of your business. Yeah. And then once you've done a few, next thing you know, you, you become an expert. Absolutely. Right? And for anyone that's thinking, well, gosh, it's, it's, a lot of work. I, I could just send a mailing to my database or call an expired or do some social media. 
here's what we know about new construction. Generally speaking, is it higher or lower than the average sales price of most markets? Yeah. It's higher. Yeah. So the ROI on your time is probably better than whatever it is, whatever else you're doing to get business. And I'm not suggesting that you replace a source with new construction. Once you've exhausted all options, all resources, all efforts on whatever source of business you do at a very great level, then it's time to add another source. And this is a perfect opportunity. Yeah. And, and as you, alluded, especially heading into this new market. Yeah. And as you alluded to earlier, um, there's probably one in 10 agents that truly understand this. And if you can be one of them, yeah. in, immediately setting yourself apart. Awesome. Well, if you want to be involved in conversations like this more often, do me a favor, turn to page 18 in your workbook. I'll give you a second to do so. Everyone should have a workbook. Turn to page 18, whether you have it printed out or if you have it up on your screen, just scroll until you get to page 18, because this will be the one, this will be the last time can't believe it. we get to talk about the Live Unreal Retreat, which is taking place next week. Now, and here's the deal. Before you hit end, because I know you're like, oh, here comes the sales pitch. Before you hit end, because you're like, no way, Jeff, this is like a week away. No way I'm going to book a ticket and fly across the country. Matt, we had three sales this morning. Really? Three sales this morning. Guess where they're from? Ready? Michigan? No. Uh, Wilmington, North Carolina. Okay. Boston, Massachusetts. Wonderful. And Tempe, Arizona. They want to skip the heat. Right. Yeah. Right. So don't think that just because it's a week away. Oh gosh, no way. There's no way I could time. Somehow someone <laughs> took the time to prepare to come to this particular event. So what am I talking about? I'm talking about the live on a real retreat, which is taking place next week in gorgeous Traverse city, Michigan. It's Northern Michigan. You can fly right into there. Of course you might have a layover in Chicago or Detroit, depending on where you're coming from. And if you're watching this, and you're within driving distance. So hello, Ohio, Indiana, Illinois, Wisconsin, uh, Windsor, Ontario, London, Ontario. You can drive there. It's less than six hours. In fact, actually, if you're in Wisconsin, you can take a boat over. You got to, you know, there's actually the SS Badger that goes across the water there. Anyways, so <laughs> what are we going to be doing? We're going to be spending three and a half days with one focus and one focus only, building a massive listing inventory because that's going to be the number one way to prepare you for the next market. Sure, there's gonna be stuff for buyers agents. There's gonna be stuff for your operations team. There's gonna be stuff for, for your marketing team. We of course have breakouts. We have masterminds. We have one-on-one -on -one interviews. I scoured North America for people that are succeeding with sellers, not last year, not 10 years ago, right now and i'm interviewing i think we have 12 different panelists plus a couple interviews oh by the way we have keynotes i've got a digital marketing keynote coming in to talk to us about how to become better listing agents using digital marketing the next day i have a social media keynote coming in talking to us about how to be better listing agents and generate more sellers using social media every day we've got a different keynote and wow. um actually we got four keynotes this time around so if you're wondering all right what is this thing all about page 18 you see there the price of 499 we're giving everyone 100 bucks off today on the next page page 19 you'll see the code to use soup 100 uh <laughs> use soup 100 that's on page 19 there to get 100 bucks off of that 499 ticket we get to have some fun too i mean we we go to wineries yeah uh sunday we, fun day yeah sunday fun day excursions a lot you know half our excursions are sold out which is really cool yeah because a lot of people a lot of brokerages are bringing their teams yeah. and so forth so for those of you that are wondering especially for our first timers all right all right jeff i'm i'm considering 
Um, let me let me do some research on this. Let me find out a little bit more information. We asked our marketing team to put together a 60 second video to show you exactly what we'll be doing next week in Traverse City. So I'll have them pull that up now. And when we come back, I've got one more announcement before we go. So don't leave me just yet. Here's what's taking place next week in Traverse City. What started as an event exclusively for our team has since been open to the public. Why would I do this? The answer is simple. My passion for training and coaching others to accomplish what we've accomplished has exceeded all other passions in my life. I absolutely love everything that they stand on, everything that they represent. Um, Jeff and his team do everything in excellence. I've been to many conferences throughout my 12-year career, and this is one of the best I've ever attended. I'm in this room, and I'm wondering, all right, why should I pay attention to what this guy has to say, or why should I pay attention to what's going on here on the stage? And that's for one reason and one reason only, because I'm on the ground with you. Not only are they coaching it, but these guys are doing it. Pop amazing agents around the United States come together and can learn from some of the best people that Jeff has on stage. If we can put on an unreal experience, meaning an experience so amazing it's almost unbelievable, well then people will continue to come back, so therefore we can pour into them to live their most unreal lives. You're going to know exactly what you need to do or you're already going to have acquired the skills necessary to make 2022 your best year ever. There's a reason why we're the fastest growing training and coaching company on the planet. It's all about not reinventing the wheel. It's finding those certain things that work with your process and being true to yourself and putting those into play and helping as many clients as you want. And Glover U gets me back on track with that. I loved the featured speakers that they brought on. The content was so incredibly relevant to what we're dealing with today as real estate professionals. And I recommend to anybody, if you're looking to get into an organization, a coaching program, that uh, really touches on what is going to get you to the next level with what you're competing with today, uh, then this is definitely where you need to be. There you have it, August 15th through the 18th. That's next week, Monday through Thursday. Thursday's a half day. So we do have some people going home on Wednesday night because that's a lot, lot of yeah. days to be gone. Thursday is the masterminds though. So you'll be missing that part of it. But go to glovery.com forward slash retreat or you have on um, the next page there, I'm sorry, and you have on the next page, the $100 off code to take advantage of that. And there's still rooms available at the Delamar, which is on the beach. Go, if you have an opportunity to go to Traverse City, stay on the beach, stay on the bay overlooking the Grand Traverse Bay. We have shuttles running from seven in the morning until 10 p.m. at night, nonstop during the retreat. So I know the main hotel has sold out, but you know what's interesting is every day somebody's going on there and grabbing a room because yeah. I think that's what's happening. I just checked. Yeah. People, grab, yeah. people grab five and they only need four and now there's some available. So if you want to stay on site, you might have an opportunity if you keep checking every day. But what you won't have an opportunity to do is save that hundred bucks because that code expires at midnight. So the soup 100 code is only good for today. If you're in the Midwest, make the drive. It's easy to get there. If you're outside of the Midwest, check flights. We had three people that booked flights and bought tickets today to get there. In fact, they've actually come down from what they were like a month ago when we were doing the tour, as you know, um, most flights were anywhere from like 700 to $1,200 yeah. to get to Traverse city. Now it's like four to seven. So guess they've actually come down a bit. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Gas comes down. I guess the flights come down too. All right. So we'll look forward to seeing you at the live unreal retreat next week in Traverse city, Michigan. Thank you for joining us today for new construction. For those that have been with us every 
session. This concludes the series of the sizzling summer webinars. We'll see you guys next week or sometime soon. Bye-bye. Thanks guys. Thank you for taking time to join Jeff and Matt today on the Live Unreal with Glover U podcast. To get started on having an unreal business, take the real estate self-assessment. After you complete the assessment, a member of Glover U will get on a call with you to create an action plan to improve your score. Go to www.gloveru.com self. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe. Search for Live Unreal with Glover U on iTunes, Podbean, or Spotify and subscribe today. Until next time.